Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. That's right, the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White. KennyWhiteSports.com, brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. And that also includes the Power Ratings, the PowerRatings.com. And Kenny is on the line with me. It's me and you today, Kenny. We're It's a lonely, lonely thing out here when you got to do stuff by yourself. But, hey, we'll make it happen, right? Save the best for last, right? There, uh, you and I, we're the best. So. There, there you go. And on Mike, sorry you couldn't be here. We <laughs> wish you could be here, but you know what? There's always next week. That's right. Wild card weekend, and uh, as I go through this, um, <laughs> Cincinnati, as you posted on your Twitter, finally you can text and say the Bengals won the playoff game. I love that tweet that you put out there. Uh, great performance. Uh, Raiders made it close, but uh, Joe Burrow and the boys came through, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, they really did. Uh, and the, the Raiders, the Raiders battled, but it was an early, early jump on them on their backs game for Cincinnati. They they got the turnover, they got the touchdown, uh, they scored on offense, and they got a big lead. The Raiders tried to battle back, they just didn't have enough. And Cincinnati is, uh, you know, that's that's a tough spot to be in. Uh, when a team's making a comeback and they start to get the momentum, but Cincinnati's defense came through. Uh, interesting that the home home uh, home teams in the home favorites in the wild card round since 2015, when the uh, extra point was moved back, was just six thirteen and one ATS. Wow! And people were seeing that and they're going, "Oh, underdogs, underdogs, underdogs." Well, the favorites went five and one. They were all home favorites. And they went five and one this week. So, so I always say trends don't pay the rent. They don't pay the mortgage. Uh, you just can't bet trends blindly because you know they're going to be 50-50 at the end of the day. Right. Yes. And I, I don't think people really realize that that is uh, the case. Um, Tampa Bay moving on. The Rams moving on. Kyler Murray looked terrible. He just looked pathetic. And, and the pass that got intercepted for a touchdown was just a totally ridiculous throw. Um, yeah, right. He, he needed to eat that and or, take, uh, or run out of the back of the end zone. Just right. take the two points. Give right. up the two points. Give up seven. the two points. You know, take the take the safety. Um, I don't know what he was doing, but it obviously, and I didn't bet it this way because, believe it or not, I got a live bet at plus 20 and a half for, for the Cardinals, and I took it. And it was 24 and a half later. And if I would have been patient and took the 24 and a half, I would have won the bet. But the 20 and a half didn't cover uh, because of the last field goal the Rams kicked. He was just, that defensive line just killed him. Yeah, they really, they, they give him no time whatsoever. And uh, the Rams are a good football team. And uh, when they are able to run the football like they were yesterday, they're, they're going to be dangerous. It's going to be a great game against Tampa. The Rams, I thought, were a, they were my best play of the weekend. Um, I just felt they were the far better team. I had a better rating offensively and defensively, and then I thought there was a coaching mismatch. The only angle the, the Cardinals had going for them was was home revenge, uh, but that was a split home revenge because you know both teams won on each other's home field. Just happened the last time they played was in Arizona, so you could add home revenge in there. And but it's the playoffs, and it's hard to use home revenge in the playoffs because you know both teams really want the game and you cannot let up and the Rams probably knew they were only a three-point favorite that people were saying hey we're barely gonna beat these guys and right they, they proved that wrong and we knew that Big Ben was gonna be uh as we go down here 
this was going to be his last game. There was never a doubt. Um, although TJ Watts one heck of a football player, is he not? Yes, he is. Uh, tremendous defensive player. Without the, just the Watt family, both uh, great defensive players, and TJ now taking over the reins. Uh, yeah, Big Ben had shown the last couple of weeks that he is struggling, but you know, just something about the Pittsburgh mystique and 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 Kansas City maybe being a little bit over overconfident because they just beat him 36-10. Uh, Hill was banged up with a heel injury, not knowing if he was 100%. Right. All kind of scared me off. I mean, I believe me, I was looking at making a big money line parlay and thinking, Tampa, Kansas City to the Rams. <laughs> what a money line parlay that would be. And I and I was ready to hit the hit the bet button. I said, you know what? Don't be stupid. Just follow your process. Right. It's not part of your process. One of those teams could get upset, and then then and and you'll be upset. Just stick with the process. You're, you're, boy, my, my first thought was correct. You're going to be proud of me. I I I live bet that game and picked up the the Chiefs at minus seven, minus three, and the over under at over forty one. Could have got it for uh, like thirty point five at one point in time. Wow, but, not but, very nice. Yeah, it, when Pittsburgh scored the defensive touchdown. My thought was, oh, here we go. Just what I thought. Pittsburgh with the good, good coach, the the history behind them. The team is playing for Big Ben. They're going to do anything it takes to win this game, and they get a defensive touchdown. They are going to stay in this game, and then all of a sudden, Kansas City, bing, bang, boom, bam, it's 21-7. to Right. <laughs> you just got to be careful betting those live bets, folks. You just yeah. got to be careful that you don't go in too far and be, be you know, uh, San Francisco and Dallas is going to, um, you know, I, I was disappointed. I thought Dak was going to uh, elevate his game. Um, he hasn't. He was really out of sorts. The the play to C.D. Lamb where it was a completion and there was movement, it was because Dak never looked at Lamb to see if he was set. Uh, but that's a coaching problem, and this leads to the next question. Mike McCarthy's fate. In Dallas, I, I think he may have sealed. Uh, <laughs> I I think they're going to get rid of him. That's just my opinion. Yeah, well, as many coaches that have been let go now, I, Mike McCarthy has got to be one as well. He he went two and five versus playoff teams. He went ten and one versus non-playoff teams. So he beat up on the bad teams, but he couldn't figure out a way to how to beat the good teams. And that's that's a problem. You got to be able to beat the good teams in this league. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so the logical reasoning for the underdog trend that was going on in the wild card playoff games was the fact that since what did you say? Since 2015, it was six and thirteen. Six thirteen and one ATS. Thir- yeah. And the home teams were just ten and ten straight up. Okay. So now they're fifteen and eleven straight up. So the, they're starting to, you know, get to where they need to be. And uh, and the the uh, ATS number now. Is 11, 14, and 1. So okay. a little bit closer to, you know, I said at the end of the day, um, really the end of the decade, I should say, maybe the end of five years. Then, and I guess it's not five years yet, 2015, but they, by, by, by 2015, it should be around 50%. Okay. All right. So, folks, we are um, the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. And we're going to interject here. Uh, because KennyWhiteSports.com has the power ratings, which we're going to go into 
the college basketball power ratings next. And you got to get on there. There, there is such great information for you being a sports better that getting those power ratings can really have an impact on how you're betting games, and especially if you're doing overs and unders, especially in college basketball, because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Kenny, I've bet over 250 college basketball games this year live, and I've used your power ratings to help me figure out which way I'm going to go. Thank you, Bob. And, uh, you know, I've, I've cut that up. I've been doing surveys myself looking at these in-game uh, games where I've got a huge advantage from one offense to one defense or one team to the, just a power rating. Uh, and, you know, good teams fall behind early. And you know they're just – they're the far better basketball team. You know they're going to come back. Right. And uh, that has been very successful for myself. Other than Notre Dame yesterday, right. I had to go back. And, and every coach is different. But I had a feeling – I'm watching that Notre Dame game, and I do not like the Notre Dame head coach. I, I think they, they're the, – he's got a horrible offense. So I said, let me go back and see how he's done against double-digit favorites. Uh, yeah, he's ten and twenty. Uh, he was uh, 11, 11 and twenty-five. Oh my goodness. ATS. He's eleven and twenty-five. ATS is a double-digit favorite, um, and that covered about five years, uh, maybe six. I went back, but he does not get his team up for bad teams, and that showed yesterday against Howard. He he just took them very lightly, and they did come off a loss, and they 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 had been playing well, and. I thought they were the far better basketball team, but they did not play like it whatsoever. That's because the coach. You got to check out Kenny's power ratings, folks, because they are absolutely the best around. So, speaking of which, who do you have for your top ten of your power ratings right now, Kenny? Uh, I still have to update the ratings from yesterday because Purdue did beat Illinois. Right. But I'm going to I'm going to put an asterisk next to that that it was uh, Andre Carbello's first return to the lineup. And their big guy Kofi Cockburn got in foul trouble and was out most of the first half. The second half he picked up his third and fourth fouls 3 minutes into the game. Corbello and Cockburn never played on the court together yesterday. Oh my goodness. And, <laughs> so when those two guys are on the court together, and this Illini team took, took Purdue right down to the wire, double overtime, they just could never get the lead. And then, you know, they missed a couple shots late, and Purdue won the game by eight. But that's a misleading score. That game was that game was close down to the wire. It was Corbello's first game back. And as I said, Kobe Cockburn played his worst game of the year. Uh, the Illini is really solid basketball team. I, I think they're the second best team in the country. Uh, Gonzaga's number one right now by far, 128 rating. I moved Illinois up to a 124 yesterday with Corbello returning. Uh, Arizona would fit in at number three, Villanova number four. And Villanova's lower in the AP poll, so I did a show the other day saying Villanova's a underappreciated team, and since then they they have come out with a, with a big win. Cool. Kansas at number five, Duke six. Uh, Baylor number seven still, but I'm hearing they're having some dissension. It looks like a back-to-back losses. Auburn eight, Kentucky nine, uh, North Carolina number ten. Okay, there is your top ten in the power ratings. You can compare them to the AP, but you're not going to get any better power rating than than this. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're an Illinois fan, which I'm in Southern Illinois, uh, you really like his power ratings because he is very high on the Illinois team. 
All right, Kenny, well, let's a, let's move on to future on him. Go get a future on him. I think you can get probably twenty five or thirty to one today. Uh, this team will be in the Final Four. That's my thought right now. What I what I've seen out of him, I like this basketball team. And yesterday's loss was good for him. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. All right, uh, let's move on to the NFL playoffs. We've got uh, the divisional round this weekend with the top seeded teams playing on Saturday, and uh, the second seeded teams playing on on Sunday. You've got Cincinnati at Tennessee to start it off. Um, San Francisco at Green Bay. Uh, my thoughts immediately are that Tennessee's going to take care of business and San Francisco's going to give Green Bay some trouble. Uh, this is a round. I don't have trends done on this round yet. Right. Uh, again, trends, trends don't pay the rent, so that really doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, and I'm still going through updates from, from the weekend. Since it was a Monday game, I kind of held off. Uh, but I'll be working on those today. I really think that uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are for real. Um, I think they can stay in this game. I think they can hang around. Um, I think they can they could win the game. Um, so the Bengals are definite uh, a definite play for me. Okay. San Francisco, a team that I uh, very high on, um, had them against Dallas. They were the only dog that covered last week. My only problem with them is the short week and the travel again and back to back. And it's their third straight road game, and they've gone through a gauntlet playing the Rams, now the Cowboys, and now the, now the Packers. And you know how Green Bay is always a tough place to play. Oh yeah. So I think the numbers about right on this game. Um, I am going to take a look at the total. I'm hoping that maybe it goes down a little bit because I think there could be some points scored here. Again, that doubt that 49er defense could be a little tired. And the Packer defense has been beaten up a little bit over the last three or four weeks, and I thought they were a good defense. Right. But they have not, they have not shown to be a good defense, so this could be a very high-scoring game. And then we got the Rams <laughs> in Tampa Bay and Buffalo at Kansas City, which, honestly, those matchups are extremely intriguing. You think the Rams got enough to, to get to Brady and uh, make the GOAT um, <laughs> will sound like a GOAT? <laughs> yeah, uh, they do. They, that uh, pass rush, you know, Von Miller, his pickup was great. I don't think Von Miller was in shape, uh, and I think that's why Denver got rid of him. But he's been able to work himself into shape now with the Rams. Uh, they've got a, they've got uh, four All Pros on that team, uh, one on the defensive line, and Aaron Donald, and then uh, two on the linebacking crew, and then Jalen Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Uh, their safeties will be back, and those, they had two starting safeties out versus Arizona because of the COVID protocol, but now they'll have time. They'll be back for this game, so the Rams' defense will be at full strength. I don't know if the Tampa Bay offensive line will be at full strength. They got beat up a little bit. Right. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, uh, they'll definitely need him back at left tackle for this game against the Rams. If he's not, man, it'll be a tough game. It's going to be a battle because these are the two best teams in the NFL. Well, Two of the three, we can't can't forget Green Bay. They're <laughs> they're right there. Those are the three best teams, and that's good that we get three of the three best. We got the three best teams, actually four. The four best teams in the NFC are all in the final four. That's that's awesome when that happens. And then uh, you know you also have the fact that Stafford won his first playoff game ever, which was uh, you know was big for him. Let's see how he uh, let's see how he follows that up in his next game. Then uh, the Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, this is a marquee matchup of top quarterbacks, in my opinion. Uh, Josh Allen 
is one of them guys that, you know, he has that running ability and he's so big and hard to bring down. Kansas City's defense has been playing better. I know people are going to say they haven't played anybody. It's at home. I think this is lining up for a Kansas City-Tennessee AFC championship. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I'll have to go back to look at that uh, Kansas City defense and who they've played. But that's, uh, I think it's 14 weeks now that uh, their defense median has allowed 14 points or less. Uh, The defense has been fantastic. And now the offense is starting to come around. Buffalo's offense, great. What a game. Seven straight touchdowns. First time it ever happened. Right. This is a, this total is 54 and a half for a reason. It's the highest total on the board by far because you're right. Two great quarterbacks. It's going to be fun to watch. They should go up and down against each other. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, I think the one guy that uh, surprised me out of all this is uh, McKinnon from Kansas City. Uh, if he's a weapon, uh, because after Williams fumbled, um, that was pretty well the end of him in that game. I don't know whether he got hurt or not. I never heard anything about it, but he didn't play very much after that. And this McKinnon has got some speed and moves. Yeah, he sure does. They found a guy with uh, great athletic ability. And that's what I've always said. Running backs are a dime a dozen. They're down to basically their fourth running back of the season. And he's, he's showing out like he's an all-star, you know, again, in a big situation against Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely be a factor in the game. But, boy, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes really starting to warm up if – Hill's 100%. You saw what Kelsey could do. We know what this receiving core does because they've just got so many guys that plugged in and know the plays, and they got the timing and the continuity with Mahomes. And Buffalo does as well, so that's why this game's going to be a fun game. And hate to bet under these type of games. This is going to be a game that I think will will be the last team that scores wins, and uh, both these teams could be in the 30s. I agree 100%. And I'd be remiss if we didn't mention – Big Ben and the end of his career, uh, I'm sure that's what it is. He had a great career, um, great quarterback, Hall of Famer, right, Kenny? He's for sure a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, oh yeah, Big Ben's a Hall of Famer. Uh, He's had a great career, and uh, um, he had a great, great career. That's what we can say. This year was not as good as he wanted it to be. Last year was maybe, boy, a highlight year where they were undefeated, 11-0 late in the season, and then they kind of... unraveled and fell apart but uh, yeah big ben was fun to watch great career won a super bowl and uh, he'll be in the hall of fame all right folks you heard it here you heard all the playoff games what's going to happen how it's going to all come about you've been listening to the sports nut sports betting zone with kenny white brought to you by kenny white sports and the power ratings at kennywhitesports.com we will see you next week